So ready. Are you ready? So ready. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. <laughs> We're back. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> After a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, no. It was probably like, what, four weeks? I have no clue how long it was. It was. You should look at the last podcast. I believe it was a month. Um, podcast. Oh, yeah. Guess who's back? The last time we posted, we should have had this pool. August 21st, wait, September 4th was wow. our last time we posted. It's been over a month. Wow. Wow. One, two, three, four, five. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> wow. Okay, but it, ma- it doesn't matter. We're back now. Yeah. And hopefully to stay. Maybe. <laughs> you never know now. I'm going to leave right now. Bye. I'm kidding. Okay, so this is the second time we're actually filming this. Yeah. Because the first time was, I, th- I think we almost hit two hours of recording. It was really long and unorganized. So, take two. And we were distracted talking about distractions. Oh, yeah. Brings us to our topic. <laughs> we're talking about, talking about distractions. <clears throat> yeah. So, we're just going to go through categories. Of, yeah. like, different kinds of distractions, like, verses for them, how they can be distractions. You know, all the things. Yeah. Why we think that they're distractions. Yeah. Some people might not. Some people might disagree yeah. with us, but. Of course. That's why As this always. isn't your podcast and this is our podcast. <laughs> you would think that that's what you would say to people. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh, wow, that's so interesting. Enlighten me. <laughs> Teach me more. Okay, anyway, Harley, what's our first thing? First distraction. First distraction that we would say is a distraction are phones. Speaking 100%. of, <laughs> turn mine on, do not disturb. Her phone is a distraction. <laughs> yes, phones, I feel like that is a pretty well-known distraction in a Christian life. 100%. Because, like, what I put for mine is, like, just think of all the times you're on your phone. I sent, like, a TikTok video or whatever to the group yeah. chat. Like, if you replaced every single time you're on your phone when you're watching it, when you're just, like, scrolling with reading your Bible. Yeah. Could you imagine you just walk around with your Bible all the time? You just do the dishes and read your Bible. You just get ready and read your Bible and, like, your wet hands out of your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you see what I'm saying? If you just switched it and you just always read your Bible... Yeah. And I did my screen time for this. My average screen time is four hours and 25 minutes. And so okay. I'm just like, yeah. It's not bad. So I was like, it goes down and then it goes up and then it goes down. But this week's. I'm curious about mine. This week's is four hours and 25 minutes. So what if I was spending that time in my Bible or that time in prayer or that True. time with God? So that just like really shows you how much time you do spend on your phone. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm winning. <laughs> Mine's seven hours. That's seven crazy. Hours. And you're only the third day. So that's your average. Yeah. Can I see him last week? Jesus, thank you. Oh, last week was four hours. Basically five. Let's go. One minute. Oh, a minute. Oh, wait. This is a new phone. That's <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> I'll never know. I'll have to wait. Okay. Yeah, no. I agree with that. And then... Um, one thing that I wrote down for me was like phones in church is like a big thing to me. Like I turn my phone on, do not disturb. I have this like for my God little do not disturb thing and it silences all notifications, like every single one. And then I have like other ones for like work and it silences certain things stuff like that. But um 
I don't get on my phone during the service unless like somebody's trying to get my attention and they need to like talk to me and they don't want to like yell it out in the middle of the service. <laughs> I think a thing about like the phones in church is so many other things are distractions that people don't care about. Like even yeah. like pastors and stuff like moms, they're playing with babies the whole time. That's a distraction. You can't 100%. like, I could hear way better on my phone. Like I could be paying way more attention if I was yeah. answering a text rather than a mom tackling a baby mm-hmm. or like whatever you're doing. Some like it's just such a distraction, and yeah. people are like, "No phones, that is what's the devil." I was like, "But if you want to go there, let's talk about all the other things that happen in church that yeah. are like way more distracting than your phone could ever." No, hundred percent. So yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, but yeah, I just keep mine on silent in church because I know like if I weren't. I would, if it would go off, I would constantly be checking it. And then I would see who texts me. And if it's somebody that I really want to get back to, it would be hard for me to like not text them in the middle of service. Yeah. So for me and like my personal thing, because I mean, I don't have babies, so babies don't really, I mean. Yes. You play with a baby all service. (laughs) Probably literally like shuts her Bible (laughs) mid-service, done, helping the baby on the phone. I'm turning my (laughs) phone off because that is a distraction. Okay, Harley. Okay. Oh, I actually give my phone to the baby. <laughs> yeah, and then help him change channels, help him color, help him. You know what? It's the <laughs> things I do for him. I love that kid. He makes me want to have him. So that is her exception. No phones, <laughs> but tackling a baby. Like that one kid? No, it's just that one kid. If somebody were to put another kid up there with me, I'd be like, get your grimy hands away from me. He's <laughs> like the worst kid, too. Okay, moving on. Same kind of thing, though. Yeah. Social media. I love how you sing everything. I just like singing. Okay. So, social media. Yeah. And in case you guys can hear that, that's the daggum garage door opening. (laughs) Very slowly. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So, I don't have social media. Harley does have social media. Yeah. Um, I'm, like, going back and forth in my head if I want to delete it, to be honest. I know right now, like... Right now, I have all my notifications on on my phone, but before I got this new phone, because I'm trying to figure out the time to, like, go back in and, like, return things off and everything, but I used to have all my notifications for social media turned off, Mm -hmm. so that way I didn't get any of them, and it honestly made going through my day a whole lot smoother, so that way whenever I got home and I go to, like, decompress about my day, then I can talk to people who are trying to get in touch with me through that way. Right. Now, if you really need to get in touch with me, then you have my phone number. And yeah, if you don't have my phone number, then there's that. But <laughs> have you seen that thing? It's like, if you have a problem with me, yeah. just text me. And if you don't have my number, you don't know me well enough to have a problem exactly. with me. Exactly. <laughs> <part. laughs> but yeah, I just think like social media is a hard thing to have as a Christian because you're looking at all these things that you could have and all these people that you could be and like... Mm-hmm. You think about the what ifs with social media. Right. And I think if you don't have social media, you don't have the opportunity to think about that kind of what ifs. There are other what ifs that you would think about, but just, I don't know. It's almost divided in half without having it. Right. We had this girl in our town. She, like, ended up trying, I don't think she actually killed herself, but she tried to commit suicide because, like, people weren't, they, like, made a group chat about her or something like that. And, like, People, like, that's a common thing. Like, they just get super mean on social media. Yeah. Because it was all on social media. Like, a whole account, like, to bash her. And she tried to kill herself and mm-hmm. ended up in the hospital for, like, a certain... And I think it was, like, in the middle school. So, I'm just, yeah. like, 
it's like just insane how much power that can affect people like it can yeah. completely just change people mentally and if it can change you mentally it can change you spiritually mm-hmm. so yeah like my freshman year of high school i went through a whole thing and i was basically like getting bullied at school by this one girl and like her whole posse at the time um and it would follow me home because of social media whereas if i didn't have social media i probably could have escaped the whole bullying thing at home yeah but i didn't because it like it was just like hey right here at your fingertips right and dragging that into the next one body image yeah because that does go hand in hand with social media i feel like um that does go in hand with social media. Like, I used to want to look a certain way whenever I was, like, really heavy as to going into the gym and everything. Like, I wanted to look, like, this fit, yet not super skinny, but not chunky, like, kind of person. And they promote that kind of people all over social media. Even on, like, just shopping for, like, gym clothes or clothes in general. Yeah. Like, they promote the skinny, pretty people which i think now this is another thing is now people are like changing that so you see like really 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 skinny people or like way bigger people and it's like because everyone's so inclusive now Mm because i mean it's 2023 everything's like messed up but like they're changing everything (laughs) now because people are getting offended you know and that's just shows you how much power it has because like People are now getting offended, so the whole models are changing. Like, mm-hmm. all the models, like, the job you can have is now changing because people are getting offended. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how powerful, like, body image and social media and stuff like that is. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I think you should treat your body with respect because the Bible does say, like, oh, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And so I think you should, like, you should be, eat healthy and you should want to work out and, like, all these different things. You shouldn't just sit at home and, like, eat crap food and just sit on the couch and like be a lazy potato kind of thing like i think you should treat your body with respect Mm -hmm. but it should be on a you term not on a who you're trying to become term kind of thing right i think getting caught up on in your appearance i'm doing a really good job (laughs) getting caught up in your appearance will affect you mentally and then it'll go into something spiritual because you have to like I completely think, you know how they have, like, physical, mental, spiritual, all that stuff. Yeah. I completely think mental goes hand-in-hand with spiritual. 100%. Because how you live that spiritual life can completely depend on how you are mentally. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's that. And then First Corinthians 6, 19 and 20 just talk about that your body is God's. And then, like, you were bought with a price, all this stuff. But something that people don't talk about is Romans 12, 3. That says literally, it talks about to not think of yourself higher than you should. Because people are like, oh, I'm so insecure, but my body is a temple. I am loved. I have dear little daily affirmations. I am beautiful. I am confident. (laughs) (laughs) All this stuff. But the Bible also says to not think of yourself higher Mm -hmm. than you are. Like, don't do that. Like, be confident and don't let your confidence turn into being cocky. Right, there's and a think, fine line between those. Oh, it's horrible. And if you know an unconfident person, it's annoying. And if you know a cocky person, it's even more annoying. So, <laughs> like both sides are horrible. So just you be like, punch them both in the face. Right, just be <laughs> humble. You know. Yeah. But don't let your body be a distraction because there's so many things. Like take care of it. Read your Bible verses about it. Know all the information you need to know about your body, what mm-hmm. it is, what it's for. But it says to have glory in your body. So like. 
just be fine. And you're going to get a new one anyway. So just... Exactly. It's that part. a temporary body. Just yeah. let it so go. So like if you can't lose the weight or you can't gain the weight that you're wanting to do or whatever, like don't get so caught up about it because it's not going with you to heaven. It's literally going away in years. Like just, Worms are going to eat it. You are passing through. <laughs> just let go. We are a vapor in the air. Amen. <laughs> okay. Next topic, Carly. Sing it for us. Which one are we? Oh. Bad friends. <laughs> or friends in general. That was not, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, friends, Harley. I have it as friends. Harley said bad friends. Well, I think it's okay to have friends, but if you have bad friends, <laughs> then they probably shouldn't be your friend. They're Those bad. Are the ones that we're Why talking are they your about. friends? <laughs> you know what? You're right. Well, no, because I think we all have some yeah, friends that we don't realize. Like Harley that are is bad. my bad friend. Anyway, okay, so this have... podcast is done. We'll see you guys never. <laughs> Bigger than the fear <laughs> that's around. <laughs> okay. Ah, Galatians 6 2, wow, which says. Loud. There it is again. To <laughs> bear. Harley. I <laughs> Where are you at? Galatians. Galatians. <laughs> I like that one. Galatians. <laughs> Galatians 6 2 says to bear ye one another's burdens and fulfill the law of Christ. Two friends will bear that burden for you. Mm. And it's important to make sure that you have true friends. So if your friends can't abide by this verse, verse? I'm really I'm tired. No, I, agree. I think that's the word now. Verse. Okay. If your friends can abide by this verse, that they should. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> If your friends can't abide by the verse and they just can't bear the burdens, go with you through the hard times, correct you, stuff like that, then they're not true friends. And I think not true friends are a distraction. So I think absolutely. Right. So I think all of your friends should be able to abide by this verse, every single one. Mm -hmm. And then what does that say? Oh, Luke 6, 27 through 28 says to love your enemies and do good to them that hate you. So I think this yeah, verse is Yeah, that's a hard verse to live by, though. But here's the thing. To me, this is what I got when I was studying this verse. I think it is important to do good to them that hate you. Like she said, it is hard. But you don't have to befriend them. If they hurt you, if they bring you down, if they're mean, if they're ungodly. Yeah. Just because they are your enemy and they hate you and this verse says to love them and do good to them does not mean they have to be your best friend that you text all the time. Exactly. So I, I know that's not in the verse, but that's just what I get out of it because it is important to be a Christian, be a light, like be careful what you say, what you do, but you don't always have to be friend people. And I think that's so like common for Christians mm-hmm. to just go up to everybody and be all buddy, buddy, get their numbers, text them. I'm praying for you every morning, yeah. but those people are their enemies. They're hurting them. They hate them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that needs, that's not talked about, but that yeah. needs to be. Like, don't let yourself get so close to certain people. Right. Love them. Be kind. Do Perfect. good. Don't be friends. <laughs> COVID them. <laughs> right. Six feet. <laughs> Back it up. Um, I agree with all that. Uh, I was talking with one of my, I was going to laugh at what I just said, but I really shouldn't. I was talking with one of my close friends, um, Maddie. And I was talking to her about a friend that I still have in my life. And this friend does things that do not bring me closer to God. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because that friend, we've gone through so much and we've been there for each other and everything. 
but I feel like I've really advanced in my relationship with Christ. And she's the one that kind of brought me into that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trying to say that I'm better than her by any means or anything like that. And her, I'm a better Christian than her. But I just feel myself whenever I'm around that kind of person that I am not getting closer to Christ. Yeah. By it's the like things that slip. we do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like not saying that she's pushing me down that road or anything, but she's not stopping me from going down that road. You don't always so, have to be pushed when you slip. Sometimes it yeah. can be self-inflicted, you know? No, I agree 100%. But. So Harley's I'm... a horrible person. Thanks for watching. <laughs> yeah, I make mistakes. Um, <laughs> but I want to, I want somebody in my life as a friend that's going to like, correct me whenever they Mm -hmm. see me slipping not encourage me whenever they see me slipping kind of thing yeah and so i brought up proverbs 13 20 um and it says that he that walketh with wise men shall be wise but a companion of fools shall be destroyed pretty much just saying like the people that you surround yourself with will end up being your outcome and I think I talked to you about this whenever we first tried to record this, but mm-hmm. they say you're your five closest people. So whoever yeah. your top five closest people are in your life, that's telling of who you are. Kind of. I thing. love that too, because some people complain about them. Like, and be like, I cannot stand them. I cannot stand what they do, mm-hmm. but they're so close. Like, and then you become them, mm-hmm. you know? That's and nine times crazy. out of 10, like the stuff that you hate that other people do is yeah. you actually doing that same thing. Or it's the complete opposite, and so, like, butts. Yeah. There's probably no in between. There might be, but probably not. You either, like, have that <laughs> quality or the absolute, absolute opposite of that quality. <laughs> but, yeah. And then I also read a verse um, in Romans 16, but it just talks about, like, Paul's telling you to, like, watch out for the people that bring division in between you and the doctrine that you know to be true in God's word. So if there's something telling you that, like, you shouldn't do this. And then your buddy over here is like, oh, it'll be okay. He'll forgive you later. Like, you need to watch out for those kind of people that'll try to, like, sneak up in there. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sometimes, like, you know, you pray for, like, good friends and you pray. Maybe you, like, have a problem. Like, you gossip or you're insulting or whatever you have that you pray for. And, like, I feel like every time I pray for things like that or any other things for, like, God help me with something. He always like tests me. You know, do you ever mm-hmm. feel like that? Like you feel like then like right after you get a test about that and you're like, oh, really want to go talk about this right now. And then uh, it's yeah. like, am I going to talk about this? Because it's like a test instead of God just like absolutely numbing your tongue and like you just stop. You know Dude, what I mean? But like, to be honest, the gossiping thing, that's the hardest thing to not do. I genuinely think stopping alcohol it's easier than gossip. Stopping alcohol. Just don't. Stop alcohol. Stop. <laughs> you mean stop, stop, becoming, drinking. stop okay. drinking. Stop drinking. Stop becoming an alcoholic. Don't, not being an alcoholic. Stuff like that. I think that's it's way easier, easier than, than gossiping. Stop gossiping. Stop gossiping. <laughs> it's hard. But no, moving I in agree. from friendships to relationships. Mm-hmm. Relationships. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just, I honestly, I didn't want to say too much on that. Me and Harley are both single, so I feel like we shouldn't be here talking about it. Single Pringle. But I just put to make sure you are mature spiritually and mentally. 100%. And then I also put this, even the godliest people and the perfect stereotypical Christian men mm-hmm. can be a distraction to you. 
I yeah. 100% think. I think people think the label Christian makes them completely fine. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can just marry them tomorrow because they're a Christian. But we were just talking about this. So many Christians just, like, turn out of nowhere, yeah. you know, and all this stuff happens. So I think it's really important. Relationships are really important. Dating's really important because you see, like, marriages fail all the mm-hmm. time because they're like, oh, but they were a Christian. Oh, but they are a preacher. Mm-hmm. So I think that's super important. And to really use that dating time to yeah. know that person. Like, communication is key whenever it comes to dating and like wanting to get married and everything because obviously like me and Ava can't speak on being married and stuff like that because we are not we don't even have a significant other correct um we have prospects but no significant other (laughs) we have significant others they just don't know yet (laughs) yeah that part (laughs) that was good I don't know I think mine might know it oh I made that very okay Harley's a little closer (laughs) Give me till next year and maybe I'll be married. Harley's a few steps in the right direction. <laughs> um, anyways, communication is 100% key whenever it comes to that. And basically, like, you guys just need to talk to each other pretty yeah. much. But reeling that back to distractions and everything, if you're trying, if you're trying to fill the void with a boy or a girl that you want to date, that God is supposed to fill for you, then yeah. you're never going to have like a true relationship with God and it's never going to be like your top value and everything. So that's why a lot of people, especially like older people, whenever they talk to the youth and the church and everything, they're telling you to like, you need to learn how to love God first before you can love somebody else. And everybody's like, oh yeah, I love God. I love God. But whenever it comes down to it, like what are you willing to give up for God? Something like on that note is... Ephesians. So I just read Ephesians. It literally took me like a day and a half. That was the best book I've ever read in my entire life. It's filled with so much. It's so good. But something I just thought about is Ephesians first tells you how to live. It first tells you how to imitate Christ. It Mm -hmm. first tells you right from wrong. It first tells you how you should think and all this stuff. And then it tells you how to get married and how to treat your husband, how to treat your wife. Before the whole marriage and treating your husband and wife comes in, it talks about how you should treat yourself, yeah. how you should act. So just take Ephesians step by step. Use Ephesians as your map. Mm-hmm. Start from the beginning and work to the end. Because then at the end, it starts talking about children and how like children should act. So yeah. just start from the beginning and work your way through the end and like use that as a map. Because I think it yeah. literally goes in order of what you should be doing. And don't try to do it all in like one week and call it a happy day. Because like, that ain't going to work, honey. Check, check, check. <laughs> marriage. <Yeah. laughs> no, but like, I really think... take your time. Study. Look into yourself. Do some reflections. You know. Yeah. So the point is, relationships are really deep. And done incorrectly, it is a big, big distraction. And yeah. life ruining. <laughs> yeah, for real. So. Be careful. Anyway, next is kind of like jumping. This is not going in. Is music. This is an appropriate one to sing. Music. <laughs> so I think music is not talked about at like other religions. Honestly, I think it is a Baptist thing that people are like. You mean other music. denominations? Oh, yeah. No. Wait. Yeah. You other... Said other religions. And then we're like, I think it's a Baptist thing. <laughs> yeah. Other denominations. <laughs> If you're not Baptist, you're not a Christian. <laughs> That's another Baptist thing. <laughs> Baptists are the only Christians there are. Yeah. Um, this is a joke, guys. We do not mean that. Yeah. But I think Baptists talk about this. But honestly, like, the bigger churches, like, 
non-denominational, other denominations mm-hmm. like that, they don't really talk about it. But I honestly think it is a big deal because I, I cut it. I cut out all secular music, and it has made like a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And it opens like because I'm constantly searching for music, but I'm constantly searching for music for like the times like that fit right now so maybe i'm struggling with this struggling with that i'm happy of this i'm happy Mm -hmm. about that so i'm constantly like looking for christian music to fit my situation and then i find like music and listen to it for a really long time and then like change yeah it's just and it helps because you always have like music to fall back on so now i have a playlist and no matter what i'm going through i literally have a christian song for everything Mm -hmm. i will say though like you tend to want to listen to the things that relate to how you're feeling which is nice and you're okay to like feel your feelings but don't wallow in it mm-hmm. so if you're sad and you're listening to a sad song then it's okay like you can listen to that for maybe like a day or two or you know once you kind of like get over that hump but don't continually listen to it for like weeks on end because then you're never going to get out of that rut that you're in that's why i like christian music because even like sadder songs there's a song by brandon Lake called don't give up on me and it's mm-hmm. it's sad but the moral of the story is not giving up on christ with a good ending yeah all christian songs sad or not if they are a true christian song have a moral like a happy ending mm-hmm. you know so that's a, another good thing about listening to christian music because there's like secular music that's just super super depressing mm-hmm. and that's it like it just ends with they left me they hate me i'm alone i'm gonna die like yeah. but all christian music wraps back around to a good ending. yeah so that's another good fact yeah i was music. i listened to a song that um like got me through a rut and everything and it was called take it to jesus and i still have the lyrics as like my background and everything because i just think they're so good like and if you really think about it like everybody goes through like a rut in their life and you go through your ups and downs in life but this just like i don't know it hit something different in me whenever i was listening to it Mm -hmm. but the lyrics go i know a place we can go right now when your questions don't have answers and you just can't understand it when your mind just won't stop running and the tears just keep coming, you don't have to explain it. He hears you before you can speak. Come with me. Let's take it to Jesus. Let's take it to Jesus. This is a place you can rest for a while. And I'm like, dude, that is so good. Like, yeah. whatever you're feeling, whether it's, you know, happiness or sad or like anything like that, you can always take it to God and everything like that. And like, that's a sad Christian song. I'm doing air quotes. But the moral of the story is like, take it to Jesus and everything. Right. Whereas, like like you said, like secular musics that are sad are just like, oh, okay, feel your feelings, be sad, that's it, mm-hmm. mm, you're done. <laughs> right. And maybe you're wondering, okay, this is all great, this is all true, how does that relate to distraction? Mm-hmm. Well, what I put is what you hear, like, it's going to come out of you. Like, if yeah. all you hear is cussing, you're going to start cussing. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to, like, be battling it all the time. So it can 100% be a distraction. I don't think you can listen to, like, all this horrible like secular cussing all this stuff inappropriate songs and then Mm -hmm. try to read your bible and not be having that stuck in your head Mm -hmm. and all this stuff or go to bed singing it or whatever and that's your mood you know i think it's a hundred percent a distraction yeah and a hundred percent will affect your relationship with christ in my opinion at least for me yeah some people maybe can listen to it and they don't have a problem but for me it a hundred percent affects me i mean there were some things that like I could listen to certain songs that had no cussing and it wasn't anything bad. Um, but it didn't talk about Jesus and it didn't glorify God in a way. 
And at first I was like fine with listening to it and everything. But then like recently I just went through something that was like really hard on me and just hearing those songs didn't make me feel any better. And so I literally went through one night and I cut out every single song. If it's not a Christian song, it's not on my phone anymore. And so I went through and I cut out every single song. And so all I have on there is songs about Jesus, songs about God, whether it's like praise music or worship music and stuff like that. And so like, that's all I listen to now. And that has helped improve my mood like 10 times Mm -hmm. because I was waking up where I was just like mad and ticked off at everybody just by waking up. Like I didn't do anything. And like, I mean, I wasn't reading my Bible in the morning at that time. So I was just mad at everyone. But whenever I would go and like, I completely flipped over and just started listening to like Christian music and stuff about God like that improved my mood and improved how I treated others and how I went about my day and everything. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So I think it's important music Mm -hmm. to wrap it up. It's important and it's hard to stop listening to. At first it was so easy when I first cut it off, like out, I was like, Oh, this is like easy because I love Christian music. I was raised on Christian music. My family sings like this just, it's easy. Mm -hmm. But now it's getting to me because I think of all those like really, really good songs. I really, really want to hear. And I just like want nothing more than to like go on the golf cart, innocently listen to them. Mm -hmm. And I know that this also requires self-discipline. And I think cutting out this music also teach you self-discipline, which is a big Christian factor. Yeah. Because you know, so that's where I'm at right now. Right now, it's really, really hard. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not letting myself do that. But it is hard. What does make it easier, though, like, I mean, you could try this. And anybody could try this if, like, you're listening and you want to try this out. But if you get to, like, a certain, like, amount of songs that you're listening to and you like, you already know all of these songs, go out and find a new song. But let it be a Christian song. Right. And that always has helped me. Because, like, sometimes I would listen to, like, some songs on repeat. And I listened to them for a while, whether it was Christian or secular music and everything. But then I'd get tired of it and then I'd want to listen to something different. Mm-hmm. So you could always just try listening to something different, like just look up new songs or something. And I know people will fight you on this. I do not think anything is wrong with finding a Christian song with a good beat. I know someone very oh, yeah. in particular who will be like, well, it's just good because the beat's good. The lyrics aren't good. I was like, but sometimes that's what you need. You need an upbeat yeah. song to help you. And just because the beat's good does not stop the song from helping, mm-hmm. you know? So don't let anyone tell you that because that's false information. If you want to be in a happy mood, go listen to a very upbeat Christian music. Absolutely. Okay, moving on. Or else we'll be on this topic for forever. Yeah. Um, Wait, do we want to do the challenge now or after? Let's do it after. Because then we're going to keep talking about it. Well, keep listening because we have a challenge for you guys. It's a challenge. Yeah. Homework. Homework. Okay. Time. Moving on to hobbies and jobs, activities, stuff like that. Hobbies, jobs, and activities, and such like that. Stuff. Stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> Put me on the praise team. She's ready, folks. <laughs> so I put for this one. Um, I think obviously it's pretty self-explanatory how these can be distractions. But I heard this in a, like a preacher say this: um, when the devil can't reach you in other places, he'll mm-hmm. put too much on your plate and set Make so many things in your lap that you are too busy. Yeah. So that will then that affects. The music you listen to, the time you have to pray, the time you have to read your Bible, the time you can go to church, mm-hmm. stuff like that, because you're so busy. And then it gets overwhelming, and then you're mentally struggling, then you're spiritually struggling. Literally just being busy completely affects everything. 
Yeah. So I think that's a tactic that the devil could absolutely use that's super, it works. It's yeah. Efficient. And they like, like for me at one point, I was so busy to the point where all I wanted to do was sleep in. I didn't mm-hmm. want to wake up and read my Bible. So yeah. once I cut certain things out, then I started to like, okay, I can go to bed at a decent time now that I'm getting home at a decent time and I can wake up early enough to, you know, read a chapter or something or read a few verses before and like study it and actually have the time to study it. Cause there's a difference between reading your Bible and actually reading your Bible right. and studying it. Right. But yeah. Yeah. He'll make you busy and then he'll make you tired. Yeah. And then you don't want to do it. It's like, it's very self-explanatory. It's very easy. It's very important. Just, mm-hmm. you know, think about it. Think about how busy you are. And if you are the kind of person who needs to go, 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 that's fine. Just make sure you, in your go, 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 you have a go read your Bible, uh, go pray, uh, go listen to your music. <laughs> like carve out time in your busy schedule Just, yeah. for that. Schedule your go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> schedule your go, go, go. Okay. Last topic. Yeah. Yourself. Yourself. <laughs> you. Okay. Do a different beat, like a tune, a melody. Wow. That took a minute. Melody. You. No, you that's a different bass? key. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> do a different this melody. That's why I'm not on the praise team. You know what a melody mean? is? No. Okay, so you keep going, yourself. But change, like, the tune of it. Okay, so the song you were just singing <laughs> is Take It to Jesus. What if it was Take It to Jesus? Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know how to do that, though. Okay, you keep going, yourself. Change it. Yourself. That's still changing. <laughs> Okay, yourself. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> she said, "Change the melody." Me? Huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> Home run. <laughs> um, Slam dunk. So obviously, as you may have heard, you are your worst enemy. Hundred percent. You and the devil just go hand in hand, defeating yourself. Um, and another thing that this can be like yourself, you can be your biggest distraction because you're, you can be like, follow your heart, follow what you want to do, you know, like, yeah, all this and stuff. society definitely like puts a big toll on that. Yeah. They're like, Oh, do what makes you happy. Follow your heart. Like all these different things, like please yourself first and then go out and please others. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Jeremiah 17, nine and 10 says your heart is deceitful facts so that is clearly you don't want to listen to something that's deceitful if you know someone that's very deceiving you're not going to go ask them for advice yeah so don't ask your heart your heart isn't capable of telling you the will of god yeah and it's important ephesians also talks about this it's important to understand the will of god so i think you can be the biggest distraction to your christian life and your relationship with god for sure no i agree with that i've I don't think I have the note anymore. That just, whenever you said will of God, that popped up in my head. I went to, whenever we went to Arise, like a couple years ago, I was in like the singles group thing. And there was a preacher talking about like basically saying, if you're confused about what God wants you to do with your life, you need to listen to this message that I'm about to preach and like really listen to it because I'm about to explain to you what the will of God is for your life. And it's basically talking about, like, you know, how to be a good Christian and, like, follow what God wants for you. And then he'll give you the desires of your heart and everything mm-hmm. like that. But I wish I had my notes on it, but I don't. Yeah. But anyways, there's a will of, there's a will that God has for you in your life. And it's in the Bible. And if you look it up, you'll find it. <laughs> and also in Ephesians. Y'all, I'm just going to be an Ephesians preacher for a second. But women can't preach. Remember <laughs> that. Um, 
I have to, preaching to the women. I the have men to remind, are just listening. I have to remind myself, as many people know, that I cannot <laughs> preach as much as I want to. <laughs> I can't do it. But the will of God is a sign, and I think everybody, I know everybody has a different, like, thing for their life. It talks about disciples and people in the Bible having different, like, paths that they're supposed to follow all the will of God for their life. Mm -hmm. There's the main will of God that it says for men and it says for women. Um, but there's also, I believe, everyone has a calling to do something. And if yeah. you are just patient with God and you are fulfilling your what you should be doing as a Christian, I think the will of God will be revealed in your mm -hmm. life. So don't let yourself be a distraction from the will of God so that you can fulfill that and that you can become the closest to God that you can possibly be because that's all of our goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with all that. As you should. To say. Oh. <laughs> and if I disagreed. <laughs> if you disagree, there would be a problem. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about our challenge. No, oh, wait, hold on really quick. No. One let's second. talk about our challenge. Bro. The audacity. Okay, what do you got? I just wanted to say one thing. Um, when uh, Last time we tried to record this, I wrote down something in my notes, and I was like, dang, that's really good. But this is just kind of like a thing for our audience, like, it talks about Paul was an ambassador of God, and it says that in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It says, like, um, maybe not word for word, but it does use the word ambassador. Um, ambassador. And But it it kind of, like, left a question, like, why wouldn't you want to be an ambassador of God? So you got all these distractions that are going on in your life. Why wouldn't you want to, like, get closer to God and remove these distractions and be an ambassador of God and, like, show other people who God is through you kind of thing? Yeah. Right. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Challenge time. Challenge time. Okay. Challenge time. So, I don't know if you guys have seen this on our podcast episodes, but there is a Q&A little box. Yeah. You can click on it, and I don't really know what it tells you to do. I think it just, you like... You can ask questions. Yeah. And then we can give you answers, or we can use that question as, like, another right. topic. So, basically, the challenge is to go in that Q&A box. I don't even care what it tells you to do. We're going to tell you what we want you to do. I don't know what it says for y'all to do, but you can write whatever. It yeah. is. Um, so just go in there and put podcast ideas. Maybe it's something that you want to hear from us. A Bible topic you're unsure on or you just want a second opinion on. Stuff like that. You can put questions on podcasts we've already had and we will answer that in a different episode. But if you guys put in podcast ideas, topics you want to hear, we will do them. We will study and yeah. we will do them. So. We'll do that. And then we also challenge you to do the music. Carla, tell yeah. me about that. What um, do they do? So the challenge is we, me and Ava, Ava and I, Ava let me get my I. grammar correct. Yeah. Ava and I challenge you to take a week off of listening to secular music and social media. Yep. Getting on social media and not listening to it. Um, just for a whole week. Just listen to Christian music. It can be any kind of Christian music as long as it's like lifting up God and Jesus and it's not talking about it has to be worldly Christian. desires. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, just because it says Jesus does not mean it's Christian. Make yeah. sure it is a true Christian. Just because song. you think it's talking about Jesus doesn't mean it's actually about Jesus because I know social media likes to change songs and I can't believe they didn't know that they were writing a Christian song. Um, they weren't. You're just turned into that because you <laughs> right. want you don't want to feel guilty about listening to it. But anyways, um, just we challenge you to take a week off and you can write down on 
your journal or in your notes app or, you know, a piece of paper and just write down like how you were feeling mentally before you did this challenge and then go through this challenge and then write down how you were feeling mentally after. And the same thing goes for like social media, like take a week off of social media. Um, now I get if your job requires it, that's completely understandable, but just only take do a week it off of your, your account. Yeah. Yeah. Just like maybe even just turn off your notifications and everything and try not to get on it. Don't scroll. Yeah. Don't watch. Yeah. Especially TikTok because that crap is addicting. Mm-hmm. But like just take a week off. Write down how you were feeling before you did the, do this and write down how you're feeling after. And then let us know in yeah. the Q&A box. Yeah. So in the Q&A box, we expect ideas, questions, <laughs> and to know how you feel after your challenge. Yes. Give us a before and after. And then maybe this can be a thing like, you know what? I'm going to accept the challenge. I'm just going to do it for a week and then I'll go back. But you know what? God might show you something in that week and might yeah. show you, like, this isn't something you need to be doing. Or you might get conviction about it, you know. But that's up to God and him and how he wants to do that in your life. But this is just a challenge. We want to see how you guys do. Yeah, so. I'm excited. I hope that people do. I hope. I really want to see all those things in the Q&A box. So yes. make sure you go. This will be exciting. And say it. Because if you don't, then we're going to come. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know your address. I'm <laughs> just saying. I know where you live. Anyway, guys, God loves you. <laughs> Change the melody, Harley. Sorry. Bigger um, than the fear of the <laughs> Changes peace. Shut your face, bro. Okay, Harley, hit us with it. Okay. God. Bless. Oh. <laughs> she forgot her script, y'all. It's been a while. Um, God bless America and everything in it. Especially the things in it. Bigger than the story